Welcome to Commune, a global wellness community and online course platform featuring some of the world's greatest teachers. We are on a mission to inspire, heal, pass down wisdom, and bring the world closer together. This is the Commune Podcast, where each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us live this healthy, connected, and purpose-filled life. You can learn more about our courses, our community, and everything we do at onecommune.com. Okay, so I am experimenting with peppering in some excerpts from Commune courses here on the podcast. We have built such an incredible library of teachers and programs that it seems only logical to leverage this platform as a means to further spread these valuable ideas. Of course, I will continue to feature new interviews and musings as well. Okay, well, you may need to lace up your sneakers for today's lesson, as it is actually in the form of a walking meditation. This episode is an excerpt from the Commune course, The Path to Presence, with mind travel musician and meditation instructor, Murray Hittery. Well, even if you aren't able to head out on a 30-minute walk right now, it is still very much worth listening to, as it contains beautiful original music that Murray created specifically for this course, as well as wisdom on how to handle one of our hottest emotions, anger. I hope you enjoy this lesson from Murray Hittery. Welcome back. Our exploration today will be an intimate inquiry into anger. As always, take care of your personal safety as you walk, being mindful of your surroundings and your physical state at all times. Let's start walking briskly. Putting our busy lives behind us and bringing our attention to this moment. In this beginning phase, we want to engage the body fully, fostering that mind-body connection. As you feel your body start to warm up, let's begin our conversation around anger. How do you feel about the emotion anger? Is it something that controls you? Do you feel that it is an emotion that's beneath you? That it's primal and even dangerous? Are you at war with it? Or can you embrace it, make it your ally? 
sometimes we feel that as we become more awakened, more aware, we shouldn't feel anger. We blame anger for our ugly, mean-spirited behavior. We blame anger for clouding our judgment or for fogging our reason. But feeling anger is completely normal. There is nothing inherently wrong with anger. That's worth repeating. There is nothing inherently wrong with anger. Consider that it's because we generally handle it badly that it gets a bad reputation. But it is actually the way we handle or mishandle it and not anger itself where the problem lies. If we do not handle anger, anger will handle us. At its core, when we feel that an injustice has been done and we want to do something about it, we feel the heated state of anger. This wrongdoing could happen at the hands of an individual or even at a global level, meaning an injustice out in the world that may or may not impact you directly, but causes anger to arise. While we can misuse anger to overpower or misuse anger to get even, we can also use our anger to create more intimacy. To deepen and revive intimacy. Instead of using anger to overpower, we use it to empower. Imagine for a moment anger as an iceberg floating out at sea. We see anger above the surface, but beneath the surface, where most of the iceberg lies, are the other emotions that have given rise to this anger. Sadness loneliness, anxiety, disappointment, embarrassment, shame, or so many others may lie beneath the surface. To put it simply, in the words of Eckhart Tolle, where there is anger, 
there is always pain. This deeper awareness to what's really going on underneath our anger can give us insight into why we are feeling such intensity. And once these emotions are identified, we can address each one separately and move forward. We'll continue to explore these ideas as we walk. For now, start to push your pace just a little bit more. Bring your awareness to the music. Connect through listening. Allow the music to move through you. present to listening to the entire landscape with all of your senses. Continue to walk briskly. So, how do we handle anger? How do we keep anger from handling us? Let's start with first imagining taking a step back from the anger. And from that stance, what if we could see anger like a child who is not getting what he wants? Could that image dispel some of the charge that anger has and not letting the anger become fuel, something combustible? From there, we become vulnerable. We open into the anger and engage it with the heart bringing our awareness to what we are actually experiencing underneath the anger, accepting it, and then taking compassionate action. We'll explore this in more detail shortly, but without these steps, anger can quickly turn into aggression.
fundamentally does not have to be aggressive. Aggression is something we do with anger. It's how we turn away from the vulnerability that anger actually is offering. We create distance from that vulnerability with acts of aggression, such as passive aggression, sarcasm, or ultimately, even outright violence. Anger does not attack. Aggression attacks. If we allow anger to stay right where it is, without escalating it, there's much to learn as we embrace anger. Welcoming anger. Aggression is anger stripped of the heart. Aggression is devoid of compassion. But even at its most intense, anger does not have to become aggression. Aggression is, in fact, the avoidance of anger. The moment we turn aggressive in anger, we have essentially given up. It doesn't mean there's no intensity. There most certainly is. It just means we've given up on a possibility of a deeper intimacy. A deeper opportunity for learning, connection, and growth with another and with ourselves. Now, bring your attention back to the music. Our work is less about trying not to feel anger, but consciously choosing what we do with that anger. When we have no choice but to respond the way we've always responded, there is no freedom in that. There is only powerlessness, conditioned, automatic behavior, anger handling us. Consider for a moment that anger reveals our boundaries. 
it shows us what's important to us. For if we didn't care, we wouldn't feel this way. It shines the light on our boundaries, some of which we may welcome and others once illuminated, we realize just don't serve us. Anger is also a great motivator for action. Once channeled in a healthy way, it propels us into right action. Whether as a peaceful activist or addressing a relationship with a compassionate conversation. Consider these ideas as you begin to slow down your walking pace. Bring your attention to your breath. Feel your heart rate also start to calm. Slow down even more. Slow motion walking. slowly, lift the foot up, moving it forward, and gently placing it down heel first to the ground. Inhale the other foot up, forward, exhale, lowering the foot down. Continue on your own at this pace feeling your own rhythm. The breath in its natural, normal flow. Finding the natural and normal flow of your breath. Bring your awareness to each 
and every step. Feeling the ground beneath your feet. The way your foot feels as it slowly rolls against the ground. Each step as if your foot was gently caressing the ground. Notice your breath, inhaling and exhaling. Connecting to the rhythm of your breath and your steps. Choose each step. space of awareness I invite you to call to mind a time in your life when you felt anger what were the circumstances surrounding that moment revisit that moment See if you can recreate that moment in your mind. Reimagine the anger rising within you. How does it feel? Where in your body do you feel it? As that anger rises, open your heart, open your listening, welcome it. What is that anger communicating? What lies beneath? What emotion? What pain? 
What fear lies beneath? sense of injustice that we feel in anger, in that sense of wrongness and wrongdoing having happened to us, lies the fear. What is that fear for you? Open up to it. ease in the long term. To let your anger out in rage can also be viewed as unhealthy. You can get swept away by it, leading to aggression. I invite you instead to do both partially. Mindfully attend to your anger, neither repressing nor indulging it, but channeling it and communicating it through the heart and with care. Let's now imagine that you're observing yourself get angry. How would you feel about the way you typically get angry? How would you feel if you witnessed it? What advice might you give yourself in that moment? What does the ideal version of the expression of anger, of what you do with anger, look like for you? How 
how can you totally transform the way you experience and express anger? this anger, this fire burning from the inside, can we transform it? Imagine anger as a flame. Rather than becoming consumed from the inside out by this flame, can you transform it with compassion to become a light to open up and illuminate the discovery of something new? Now let's gently increase the pace back to a normal walking pace. but it doesn't have to lead to aggression. Remember, when anger turns to aggression, we've given up. And when aggression turns to violence, there is no going back. So what do we do with anger? It must go somewhere. Will we let it get away from us, losing our power, our freedom? Or will we embrace it, opening our heart to observe it and transform it? This is our choice.
If it's safe for you to do so, find a spot to sit or lie down and close your eyes if you'd like. We'll complete our exploration with a meditation around compassionate communication. Now that you know that anger propels action, what action will you take to resolve anger in your relationship? The answer is compassionate communication. Let's look at the three clear steps we can take to open up this possibility with someone we care about. Keep in mind that just because you may be angry with someone, it doesn't mean you don't care or love them. The anger is temporary. The relationship is long-term. Let's imagine you are going to have a difficult conversation with someone you feel anger with. First, before we have the conversation, we must first get clear on what we perceive to have happened. The story. Remembering that our experience is only that. Our experience. And there are, of course, other perspectives to every incident. Create an openness to other points of view and acknowledge that your point of view may be flawed, may not have all the information available. Next, prepare for the conversation with a visualization. Imagine communicating with the other person from a place of compassion using compassionate language. This means avoiding accusations and sharing where you've been hurt and where you might have misplaced perceptions. Focus on your experience of what occurred. Finally, ask them for help. Ask them to explain their point of view, offering them the opportunity to share their experience with you. Most importantly, it's crucial to listen fully to the other person as they're sharing. Listen deeply and openly not trying to figure out what to say next. Stay open to understanding their point of view, even if that means, especially if that means, having to accept a new 
reality of what really happened correcting your own perceptions when you are the one on the receiving end in the conversation be like a tree bending in the wind not a brick wall all of us want to be heard seen accepted understood when we're not we feel an invisibility of sorts a rejection an aloneness a dissolution of our personhood that is our ultimate fear our mortality ultimately bringing more heart into our anger benefits not just those we have relationships with in our lives but us directly our relationship with ourselves as we become more and more awake anger doesn't disappear what appears is the opportunity to use its fuel its fire to burn cleanly and serve us let's let anger out of the shadows and allow its flame to be a bright and inspiring light over time we get better and better more skillful at handling anger we bring our attention to it allowing ourselves to be vulnerable in the moment of it and not letting it run away from us turning into aggression and behavior we may not be proud of honor the vulnerability in your anger this choice the freedom it brings that's what's available whenever you're ready in your own time whenever you're comfortable 
If your eyes are closed, you can open them and come back to your surroundings. Until next time.